Hi folks, this is Paper and Pain. This is Steve. And this is Christian. How are you? I'm good, yeah. How are you guys? What are we going to talk about today? Well, today we're going to talk about something that just crossed my mind mm-hmm. as I was meeting with some of the uh, ex-colleagues and some of the people from the industry. Our ex-colleague. I mean. Of the last few weeks of design events mm-hmm. and just going out with yeah. uh, people from the design industry. Uh, I got asked a lot, how mm-hmm. is working in-house? And being an in-house designer, mm-hmm. different from being an agency designer. So just as a little background, I've been doing agency design for many years before I actually transitioned to being an in-house designer. And Steve here, have you actually worked in-house like I ever? Did. I did. Yeah. When was that? Oh, that was in Shopee. Oh, right. Yeah, I remember that. You know, like yeah, three months, like, tenure. Yeah, that's yeah, four months, um, three years ago. So, it, it, But even before that, I was actually also in the in-house for... A, it's also doing design, but I've been there for like four years. But it's more like an industrial design. So you haven't really like immersed into the whole in-house spirit? I mean, really, really. My first job that. was actually in-house, though. Interesting. Yeah. So I think we're going to do it like that. Mm-hmm. Uh since I left the agency a while ago, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of there's a lot of people who are uh, looking for jobs at agencies, and agencies are still hiring mm-hmm. by the look of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it would make sense for you to sort of like share a little about what the agency designer does, mm-hmm. and then we could have a look at how is it any different from what in-house designers do. Okay, sure. Um, well, for agency, how it looks is actually way more important when you try to sell something. Somehow. I mean, it's not always true, but when you try to sell an idea, the way you sell it, because the, it's actually different different goals for agency and in-house. When you're already an in-house team, you have all the sort of uh, SOP, you have all the process there. Um, but when you're working for the agency, People always your, your your leads always telling you, okay, you need to know how to sell idea. You know to you need to do very very nice presentation. You need to use keynote to create fantastic visual representation of idea. How to tell the story. How to build a rapport. How to build your connection with your with the people who are actually presented to. Um, presentation skills, storytelling skill is very very important. This is how. People have been keeping telling you, even though they don't actually tell be telling you in word, they try to to influence you by how they deliver their work every day in the studio. Mm-hmm. Um, for the in-house, in my opinion, on the other hand, it's um it's more focusing on the the content itself. Um, you already know how the business work more or less, and you got a chance to actually get in deeper into how the corporate how the company works. And uh, what you can do, what you can't do is compliance. is is basically a really big thing, especially in a big corporate. And of course, when you're talking about in-house, when a client is hiring an agency, there is always something the client 
doesn't want agency to know, partially because of business nature, partially because of NDA, or yeah, and the ownership is another differences as well. So for in-house designer, they tend to actually take much more ownership towards what the work they deliver. For for the agency wise, it's still important to take actually take take your ownership for your design, but it's not actually in in a way bigger picture when you're talking about in the in-house environment. I mean, you are in in-house probably probably you know what about in-house there? Interesting how you look at it. From that perspective, <laughs> I do have a slightly different take okay, on that. Yeah. But uh, go ahead. I think if we look at what we do daily, holistically, right? Is、mm-hmm. an in-house designer, he、uh, fundamentally focuses on slightly different things. Just like you said, right?、Mm-hmm. Agency focuses on selling things,、mm-hmm. get new clients, getting the foot in the door. Just in general, selling the services, selling the people,、uh, growing、mm-hmm. the client base.、Uh, for us, it works in house. Our babies are essentially our products,、mm-hmm. our customers, our teams, and the way we look at what we do every single day is within the realms of、uh, what are we responsible for,、mm-hmm. what are the goals that we have, and what is the impact that we're going to make. So. It could be a goal of well expanding the client base as well. So、mm-hmm. if you're selling、uh, a product and the goal is essentially to acquire more customers,、mm-hmm. then you as a designer、mm-hmm. will be sort of focusing on reaching that particular goal. But it could as well be conversion. It could as well be retention.、Mm-hmm. So I guess fundamentally, every single day, we in house. Focus on making the impact, while、mm-hmm. the agency tries to sustain itself.、Mm-hmm. You know, it tries to stay alive and stay relevant、mm-hmm. by any means, because it essentially its focus lies within. It's not focused on what it does for the client.、Mm-hmm. It focuses on what it does in general as an entity. You know. Yes. Maybe I'm just a little biased. Yes, you are, but、um, that's fine. That's fine. We all bias in some in one way or the other.、Um, yeah. Okay. I got a few questions for you. Actually,、mm. probably you can start first. So for in house, how does your day look like? Oh, you mean what are the activities? Yeah. So just like if you want to、um, use the next one minute to describe your in house、uh, your day in your life as in house designer, how you actually describe it. Well, it depends, I guess, on which day we're talking about.、Mm-hmm. But we are given a unique opportunity to、uh, to be the owners of our own schedule in、mm-hmm. a way. So you naturally have the same routine as any other designer would.、Mm-hmm. You have your recurring meetings and rituals, whether it's your standups, your weekly syncs, your one-on-ones. Mm-hmm. Just some group meetings that you're having ad hoc,、uh, whatever.、Mm-hmm. You do have your activities,、uh, as in the research that you're running, the interviews that you're having,、mm-hmm. uh, maybe delivery activities, as in you're doing design, you're doing handover, you're doing desk checks,、mm-hmm. right?、Uh, but I would say that roughly about 
60% of what I do daily Mm -hmm. is I'm focusing on the product Mm -hmm. that I'm working on. And the rest of the time, I am either focusing on other initiatives that are contributing to the same goal Mm -hmm. or rather a set of goals that I have or my team has. Mm -hmm. Uh, It could be some activities like an inclusion committee work. So I'm doing Mm -hmm. a lot of accessibility work at Grab. And that is one of the things that takes up a lot of time and uh, a lot of attention. But that pays off essentially because I get to help other people within the organization and our customers as well. Uh, It's a lot of learning. Mm -hmm. So you get to jam with other teams or other groups. Uh, You get to help. You get to attend something like design camp, Mm -hmm. right, or a critique session. Uh, there's a lot of communication that is happening and a lot of alignment, a lot of planning, whether with your business team or sales team, your PMs, uh, people again from other uh, other groups that uh, you're presenting your ideas to or you reporting on your success and impact on. Uh, and you have your, your fun activities. So sometimes we've got like a board game group. So once a month, we come together to play board games. Occasionally there's football that we mm-hmm. play together. Every now and then there's like a lunch that you plan or maybe just a sharing session with a team. Like a brown bag? Uh, yeah, yeah. It could be a brown bag session. It could be just uh, just something that you've done. There's nothing to do with work. Mm-hmm. You know, and you just want to share it. Or maybe there's some updates that you do want to bring up to your team's attention. So yeah, I'd say, I'd say it's like that. Is mm-hmm. it any different from what you do? Well, actually, strictly speaking, I am more like half-half now hmm. because even though I'm still in an agency, but I'm like full-time on the in-house team. And uh, we are actually following most of the schedule, like how the in-house design is actually having their team. Um, just just that, of course, we do have our daily stand-up. We have all this virtual thing. Hmm. We have this one-on-one regularly. We have our team um, building. We have the... Um, like with brown bag session and we have um, maybe occasionally like team outing off-site mm-hmm. um, but most of them are actually organized by the by by the client side because the client actually really want to actually include us into their team mm-hmm. it's just like they can't actually hire all of us due to some headcount issue there but how did you even end up uh-huh. like in this kind of setting I always thought like if you work at an agency, mm-hmm. and that was at least like my experience, there's not too many people who get to experience that kind of thing. Yes. Usually, just jumping from like one project one to project the to other. Yes. Yeah. How do you even pick that? I don't know. Maybe it's it's just I was really lucky to to be one of it, and um, we've been on the team for three years down the road now, and mm. yeah, it's 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 always been like that. And the client is actually quite nice, so it's very rare to see a client who actually really want to grow their team by absorbing these even designers from agency but actually treating them equally as as one of the one of the team there mm. as equally as in-house designer the only difference is like yeah. you don't have you don't you don't get your salary from them directly and you do not have very strict compliance with them i mean uh, when you're an in-house designer there's a lot of um, compliance issues there and due to security, of course, you have this yeah. as a corporate, you have the audit maybe every quarter or maybe every two quarters. 
those things. But yeah, so on the other hand, in the agency wise, we rarely participate. I mean, I'm I'm not sure if I'm I'm like、uh, getting very distant from、mm. from this agency life now.、Um, I generally find it's a bit weird because well, the clients actually pay you to be on their side <laughs> full time, and、um, you basically you pay them for that. Yeah. And、um, and now you're actually asking people to also sacrifice the time to to participate in the activities in in the agency side, and during the normal office hour.、Mm. Yeah. Anyway, this that that's not a point. The, the whole point is、uh, the whole point is this this setup is a little bit confusing now, but.、Um, Uh, yeah, I, I do have this a little bit an experience between these boats. So being a agency designer, but treated as、um, mostly like an in-house designer, this kind of a very weird and rare experience. It kind of does feel a bit weird because、uh, mm-hmm. I did do that once for about, I guess, a year and a half.、Mm-hmm. Uh, when you deployed at the client's office. You essentially、mm-hmm. go into the office daily. You've got your office pass.、Mm-hmm. You've got your like email account and all, but you still feel like you are、outside. are an external personnel. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's not just about the salary, although、mm-hmm. you do know that, for instance, you don't get any perks.、Mm-hmm. You do not have an insurance, the same one that the people who work with, like within the same team、mm-hmm. as yourself do. You are not enjoying all the corporate outings, unless again, unless the client is good enough to like invite、um, you over yes, to any my, of these. Un- unless they invite you.、Yeah. Uh, I know that there are some companies,、uh, in that was a huge scandal at least in the US、mm-hmm. a few years ago, that、uh, specifically restricts their employees、uh, from like sharing their snacks with、uh, the agency workers and contractors. Today, and it's all, it's like you you can't share with the vendor. You know、yeah. the Microsoft case、uh-huh. when basically、uh, I think it was about two thousand and nine when a bunch of Microsoft contractors demanded that they get the same perks as Microsoft employees、mm-hmm. because they were enjoying some of the privileges and、mm-hmm. snacks was one of the things that was sort of like brought to other people's attention that well you are bringing us the snacks you are treating us as part of the team so、mm-hmm. yes the dental that kind、mm-hmm. of thing、mm. and、uh, to be honest I feel like that is only. That is only fair, right? Is that actually、uh, even contractual?、Uh, that's that's another thing. So no, it, since it's not an obligation, right,、mm-hmm. from the company's side to like cover those things, it's basically something that they do for their own、uh, for their own employees.、Mm-hmm. But、uh, the thing about being a contractor, especially if you're a freelancer, is that you can essentially offboard. Anytime、mm-hmm. you want, you do not have an obligation to stick、yes. to the project、yeah. for a long、mm-hmm. time. You don't even have this whole like cooling down period when you when you can't、yes. leave it immediately. You need to hand it over.、Uh, I mean, that's also a downside that you can just be you know retrenched in a way. Yes,、uh, just overnight. Anytime, yeah, flexibility it yeah. can be pros and cons. But、uh, I kind of feel like yeah, it is not really. A fair thing to、mm-hmm. do. You you work with people. You do the same kind of work,、uh, mm-hmm. but because they are employed by, say, a bank, and you are not, then they are getting a better coverage than you do.、Uh, they get maybe like stock options or something, and、mm-hmm. you are not getting any of that. On the other hand, you are not really tied to them as well. Like if you don't like the project, 
maybe you can actually leave, which kind of brings me to my question. Can you leave if you don't like the pro if you don't feel like that's aligned with your like goals and aspirations as a designer? I well, um, I do have a choice at the end of the day. This is what I've been told, but um, but the, the, the thing is um, the project I'm working on now is probably is, is one of the best team we have. And yeah, so we don't have many other projects actually out there. The active ongoing project, and uh, we don't have the project with the team in such a big scale. Mm. Yeah, so I, I, the, the since the day one when I joined until now, actually I'm sticking to that project until now. It's been like three years. Mm. We did a lot of um, we did did a lot of a different tryout, and um, it was actually quite, turned out to be quite a joyful journey for for now at at least on the client side. Okay, in in your case, you did get lucky, right? But mm -hmm. then you've also brought you up that uh, you're not getting the perks. You have to participate in all of those like agency activities and agency events and whatever that would be. Mm -hmm. uh, I know that as an agency designer, even if you are deployed at client side, you still get dragged into all of those uh, activities mm -hmm. <laughs> that you wouldn't normally be doing. Mm -hmm. uh, because, well, they're either short-handed, short-staffed, yeah. or because they feel like you're the best person that could do that because, well, you're so great at motion design or illustration, right? But is there anything actually good about being an agency designer? Because from what you told so far, it does not look really that that great and enticing. Actually, being an agency designer, the good thing about it is when people are being telling you... Um, you have the chance to look at the other to talk to the other designers who are actually working on different field, different projects. Um, my case is a little bit um, is a bit of extreme because we don't really have that chance to actually talk to many of them uh, working on a different projects. And most likely due to a lot of um, time constraint, you're basically just spending full time on the client office. And in the other thing is also because due to NDA, maybe you are actually not supposed to, even though you're actually in the same agency, you're not supposed to be talking about work. You're working on with this client, with the other designers who is working on a different client. Makes sense. That makes sense, yeah. And and that actually goes down to, I mean, if we actually even go to a little bit more serious about it, it's more about um, the workplace ethic. Uh, and it's a it's workplace ethic thing. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And... The good thing about agency, mm -hmm. okay, I I got to say um, my storytelling skill has been improving a lot for the past years, and um, and you you try to um, the way how you present your ideas, how you communicate with stakeholders. Actually, you can learn a lot from the way how you actually pitch your ideas to client. Somehow. Is it because you actually have to like go the extra mile every time you have to uh, sort of convince the stakeholders you're working with that your idea is good? But doesn't it actually signal that they don't trust you enough and the relationships that you have is sort of the corrupted a bit? In a regard, like in in a in a sense that shows that you need to put some extra effort into something that should come naturally, you know. Mm -hmm. You should come in with the argument. 
and they should be listening to the voice of reason. Mm-hmm. But instead, you have to like try and sell this to them. Uh, that does sound a bit broken. It's a bit, yes. Um, but not entirely. One of the reasons is because um, you do have a set of um, visual guidelines to follow. And uh, maybe your colleague is also setting a good example for you based on previous projects mm-hmm. he been like pitching mm-hmm. on or presenting to. Um, the, the as I told at the very beginning for agency the visual communication is actually plays a really big important mm-hmm. role in, in, in terms of a business but I guess for in-house um, normally for example when you want to do a presentation you just right away jump into a template and start in focus on the content itself and for agency probably they're going to do besides the content they actually do an extra mile to, to make the information looks aesthetically pleasing, make it more easier to read, make it actually more... It's all about branding eventually. Mm-hmm. But I do feel that sometimes actually um, you're focusing too much on the visual and you're actually putting your content to the second place, but which I do not really agree. Uh, when you prepare the presentation, the content actually should be the first one you're actually focusing on. Get outline first to get all the content ready. Make sure the content is the one who actually do the job, to do the convincing job. And then the visual, which can be equally important, but it will actually never surpass the, the content in terms of importance. Um, yeah. I mean, the good thing can be also be the bad thing about it. Many people telling me that, okay, you're working in an agency, your slide is great, and your website looks beautiful. Yeah, but think about it. Give me a second thought. Does that actually really help a lot? We are now actually, the more actually, the deeper you are into user, user research or experience design, actually you find out um, content actually is more important than actually how it looks. Design is actually how it works. It's not how it looks itself, right? And um, uh, when you are losing your focus, shifting your focus into just how it looks, making something looks beautiful, maybe you are not actually focusing on how to focus on making something that actually works better. Yeah, I think it's something that you need to highlight that uh, the agencies naturally do not really love focusing on the impact for one reason or the other. Sometimes it's because, just like you said in the beginning, uh, they are not allowed in this whole area of business impact, you know. Occasionally, that's just not something they'd want to be dealing with because who wants to think about corporate OKRs when they are hired to, I know, write a, uh, an interview guide and then uh, just, I know, run a session and be done with it. Uh, that is something that, I think agencies are lacking a lot, even the good ones, is that they see their job within uh, the sort of like the limits of this particular project and it never goes further away than that. Uh, so yesterday, uh, a designer, a design strategist actually reached out to me asking mm-hmm. uh, what was the difference between a user and a customer because in my recent article I literally wrote that we need to stop focusing on the users instead of thinking about the customers and the customer's experience and uh, the way you want to frame this is agencies are inherently focusing on the user which means that 
it's a person who exists within the context of an interaction with the product. They launch the app, they become the user, and they are using it in this particular mm-hmm. moment. And the moment they stop using it, this is the moment when they stop existing, essentially. They cease to exist for the designers who are uh, putting together uh, the solutions for them. And for an in-house designer, for a product designer who's working on the customer experience, the entire life cycle from from acquisition all the way, you know, to retention and building loyalty and trust mm-hmm. is equally important. So it's not just about me uh, making sure that the experience of using an app is good. Uh, mm-hmm. I also have to worry about the way we communicate with the user before and after this interaction. Uh, I have to worry about the business impact that it has on us as a company and on the customer. Are they getting value for their money, essentially? Mm -hmm. I need to think slower. And a lot of designers who come from agencies actually blame and how I was Mm -hmm. one of these, Mm -hmm. uh, would say, well, uh, you move too slow. You take time to think about things. You take time to align with each other, to run meetings and all. Why can't you just do it? But uh, that is the plague, the way I see it in all the agencies. Mm -hmm. When they start thinking about doing things for the user right away uh, versus in-house designers who are concerned with, serving the customer well mm-hmm. and thinking holistically, which means that they need to think through every single aspect before they actually deliver something uh, that may or may not work, you know, because they have much higher stakes. I kind of feel like uh, that outweighs all the negatives of being an in-house designer. It can also be a good way, actually. I mean, in 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 the more holistic way of thinking of it, actually, what I noticed when you mentioned a very interesting point just now, the difference between a user and a customer, um, sometimes we also tend to use this too interchangeably, unnoticeably. I mean, in, unintentionally. Um, when designers talking about it, they normally refer to users, and when a business people, when a PO or when a Project ma- product managers actually come to you. They tend to speaking from a business point of view. They tend to refer to them as customer, and this is what I actually notice on their on their email on their documentation. They always use CX instead of UX in their documentation. Well, it's a good buzzword these days, mm-hmm. but uh, other than just a buzzword, it's the way you think about it. You know, when you review. Uh, portfolios of designers that come from agencies mm-hmm. uh, versus designers that work in-house or used to work in-house. You see one staggering difference and this is something you cannot like, you know, skip. Uh, in-house designers focus on the business impact that they make, on the way the corporate OKRs are aligned with the design decisions, mm-hmm. on how the uh, design team actually contributes to reaching those goals and what were the challenges that they overcame, not only from users' perspective, but also from the business perspective. And uh, agency designers, just like you said, they focus on visual candy a lot. I'm not saying that all the agencies are the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I'm saying is uh, the nature of the uh, relationships between an agency and uh, the client is so that, well, the agency is hired to do a particular job. Mm-hmm. The designer who was hired to work in-house is hired to help grow the product. 
which means that once the agency uh, served it, its purpose, uh, it's no longer needed. So it needs to constantly prove to the client that, well, they still have value to bring to the table. Just to stay like in the relevant. Yeah. yeah, they need to they need to keep pitching new ideas. They need to like constantly be on the edge, mm-hmm. and you know, be convincing in what that, they do. That's how the business normally run for agency. Yeah, but it's also a play of uh, you know uh, leaving a good impression mm-hmm. rather than playing a long game. Yep. This is why agencies are like so fast paced. This is why you get to do a lot of different things or it feels like you're doing a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. That's why you need to be good at storytelling. That's why you need to be good at selling your ideas. That's why your visual game needs to be really good. That's why mm-hmm. what you do needs to be very good, ideally, right? Yep. But thinking strategically, thinking long-term, thinking impact, uh, I would not say this is necessarily something that agencies excel at mm-hmm. or at least expected to excel at. And as a more like senior designer, I think you would definitely benefit from being an in-house person rather Mm -hmm. than working in an agency, unless you have a really good agency that you work with that gives you a really clear path, you know, for for growth and good opportunities, Mm -hmm. or you are doing a hybrid just like what you have today, you know. Okay, so to wrap it up, um, just very simple words about agency and in-house. There's both pros and cons for each. Absolutely. Yes, so agency, from my side, I can probably say, yes, it's great for young designers. They're really, really good career starters. We've seen a lot of students actually graduate from art school, from design school. They want to actually work on a different, very diversified project. And they want to build a portfolio. They want to build a lot of uh, design experience. Agency is a very good way to start your career in design. Yeah. And it also actually cultivate your your love and your 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 personal it actually makes you fall in love in design and it's a lot of fast paced projects yeah. and you can actually learn a lot, improve a lot along the way, make a lot of mistakes and also learn a lot from the mistakes. But because this nature of the fast paced uh, industry, you also tend to burn out fast as well so yeah. just have a little bit control of that and yeah I, you can I, see this see through yeah i would i would definitely say that in-house in that regard is a really good place mm-hmm. if you want to develop some domain expertise mm-hmm. you get really good at doing uh, one particular thing really well or work within one industry or one vertical really good uh, it's a slow environment, definitely. It's much slower than anything you would do at an agency. And it does not give you an opportunity to work with uh, many products or uh, with a variety of mediums for that matter. You usually focus on doing one thing, mm-hmm. but you are always expected to do one thing really well. So uh, you have some time to think. You have mm-hmm. some time to to find some insights and discover them. Mm-hmm. You have access to all the information that in-house you still have uh, a lot have. of resources for in-house yeah for in-house. you have you have people that are backing you up you may mm-hmm. have budgets higher mm-hmm. than budgets of the agency you should not be concerned with you know impressing someone mm-hmm. other than well your business folks and your your senior stakeholders you know mm-hmm. for that matter uh, and you get to work with uh, the customer you know and think about the customer and the business impact that you're making mm-hmm. uh, 
I know a lot of folks that get tired of that and a lot of folks that feel like they're not moving fast enough. They need to grow faster. They need to try different things. And a lot of them move either back to the agency or start their own agencies. Mm-hmm. So I guess there's, yeah, ups and downs. That's fine. I think that's choose. fine. Really, oh, it, it just there is no right or wrong for that. You learn different skill sets from different perspectives. I think you might need to try both before、yeah. you can actually like make up your mind about what fits you better. Of course, yeah. It doesn't. It does. It does no harm to try both and just find out which one actually suits you better. So maybe do a little, you know, ethnographic study、mm-hmm. yourself.、Uh, go and observe the designers in the natural habitat.、Uh, become one of them. Blend in.、Mm-hmm. You know. Try an agency for a couple of years, maybe move in house for a couple of years. After、yeah. that,、uh, then take a little pause, take a break, reflect on what you've done, and、mm. see what you want. Fast-paced environment with a lot of opportunities, but well, a little focus on the business impact or the other way around. Yep. All right. So I guess that concludes our session for today. It's kind of really short session,、yeah. but we got all the points. Well, good luck with your career hunt. Yep. Folks, and well, this paper and pain. Cheers. This is Steve. Yeah, this is Christian. Have a nice day ahead. See ya. Bye bye.